So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this June 19th, 2013 episode of Everyday Connection at uh, at some time of the day. <laughs> we've had us a little confusion. We, we, we do that sometimes, and now that we've introduced Wednesday to be flexible with guests from different places. Yeah, Internet Explorer. We sometimes get that confused, but here we are, and uh, I see uh, Hawkeye and guests. Welcome. Uh, glad that you could be with us this morning here, the af- this afternoon, some other spots. Anyway, off to my left, Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? Oh, her dogs are going crazy, apparently. <clears throat> she told me that before I tried to ask her a question on the backroom Skype, but you know, sometimes all I do is hear it go. Wah, wah. So uh, sorry. Oh, I had okay. to mute. Oh my goodness! Yes. Wow. They're like, hey, it's morning. Let's get up. Um, <laughs> so glad they could join us. Yeah, that was great. so glad they could join us. Yeah. So there's still the Chihuahua going in the background. Don't know if you can hear him, but the big the big boys have silenced themselves. So we'll see how that goes. I think. Um, it's interesting. We have new neighbors, and they're new to the area, and um, they haven't quite yet figured out that it's not probably the safest idea to wander around the bush mm. until you know the local dogs, because <laughs> caught them a few times where I'll hear the voices on our property, and then the dogs go ballistic, um, which is good, because that's their job, and that's why they're here, so... Um, if it happens again, I'll mute quickly, and you guys can carry on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll do our best, and uh, besides, we don't mind hearing from the pack now and again, because you do sort of have your own pack up there. And uh, I do. It's the oddest mix, though, you know. But I mean, well, they're the greatest security system ever, big, really. Big German Shepherd, and then a big, like almost all black German Shepherd for the night attack crew. And, yes. and and then the neurotic chihuahua that, you know, a butterfly yes. couldn't get close to your house without Chico going off, I think. Yes, yes. It's wonderful because I have, I, have, I have a security system, um, much like you would pay for if, if you had, like, an expensive house and a gate um, with a guard. And like I've said before, you know, I have my personal bodyguard. That's Luki. That's the big old nine-year-old shepherd who that my husband still has issues with hugging me some days when he's been on the road all week and comes home. 
<laughs> he kind of gets in between and looks at him like, what are you doing? Um, Molly is our perimeter guard. She ranges all over the place. And, you know, I mean, I would hesitate to think that anybody would really get past her at at the drive if she really decided that they weren't coming in. She's a big girl. And um, and Chico, who is like the best alarm in the world. Yeah. There's nothing that happens on the property without Chico going. I mean, Chico's tiny, but but Chico's like the early warning system. Chico's the, the AWACS of your security, you know, and alerts all the big dogs. And uh, yeah. although they've, they've, they've learned as as we've gone through this time since you escaped to the Fortress of Solitude, they've kind of learned that, you know, Chico might be barking at nothing. <laughs> so they give it they give it a minute to see if he's kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting to watch the dynamics of the animals here. And um you know, just a few minutes ago I was watching even even the birds here have gotten used to the animals and um they the do- the dogs, not so much the cat. Our cat's killer. <laughs> I won't, you know, I won't. I can't do anything about that. They, he is what he is. You know, they, it's innate. It's in them. Um. So, but the dogs will watch the birds eat, and they'll watch the birds walk right by them and not try and attack them because they they recognize that they're not a threat. Um. But the handiest thing I found with Lukey is that he's a bee hunter. So. As soon as a bee comes around me, he goes for it. And all I have to do is call him over. If a bee just won't go away and it's just deciding that it's going to stay and circle and, and be buzzy and annoying, um, Luffy will come over and snap at it a couple times and then the bee goes away and problem solved. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I remember that the other day. I was wondering what was going on because we were talking in a in morning you know, meeting and all of a sudden it's a bee. Get it, get it, get it. Oh, good boy. And I was just like going, what is going on up there? But, yeah, yeah. it's the bee hunter. Yeah, well, I'm mildly, mildly cool. allergic, and I'm all about leaving them alone, like when I'm out in the garden and stuff. If they're working in the flowers, if I don't bug them, they don't bug me. But yeah, when they get buzzing around my head near the house, um, and I'm just sitting out here having a coffee, reading a book or something, or even working, it's, you know, I... I don't particularly look forward to the idea of getting stung because I, I won't stop breathing, but I will swell up. It like grotesquely swell up, and it takes days for the swelling to go down. So I have my bee guard. Yeah. And he doesn't kill them. He just scares them, which is even better because. Yeah. They, you you know. really, you really do live sort of in fantasy land out there in the fortress of solitude in the Laurentian. I really do. Oh. I really do. I'm in my own private little paradise. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, I tell everybody I live in my own little world, but it's okay. They know me here, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. So the trees, the talks with stars. It's good. I I presume that uh, our guest has passed the patience test, the traditional patience test. I think he probably has. Um, And uh, and we don't really have that much to to, uh, talk about. Nah, it's morning. They're events and they're current. Go check it out. Because <laughs> sometimes, sometimes my desire to stay informed is at odds with my desire to stay at peace. So I, you know. 
Christmas people living It all depends well, on what you well, want to be informed about. But I want to and be I informed think... of what's going on. Is Would you look at the etymology of the word informed? It's to put you into shape, to put you into, you know, the molded. I don't want that. Sort of like attention. I don't want to be attention. I'll be over here relaxed. Don't pay attention over there. It, it depends, though, what you're paying attention to, I think. True. Um, and True. today's guest is perfect for that because here's a guy who, who has totally clicked on it. And I think he, he lives in his entire life around that, that very concept. Screw that nastiness over there. I'm going to go talk to this cool person because they're cool. And, yeah. um, and knowing that there's cool people out there. Yeah, right. Donimus. So, stuff and because uh, uh, he talks to him you know I love the the film with the bus driver guy the Zen master on the bus and oh, uh, brilliant and great interviews on the sofa because joining us today we have Simon Paul Sutton who would be the Simon of Simon on the sofa welcome Simon how are you hey how's, how's the microphone can you hear me okay oh it's lovely brilliant Excellent. Hey, Whatever. welcome. Yes, I passed the patience test. Yes, it's lovely. And um, we have another one of our truly international shows today, Texas and uh, U.S., Canada, and uh, Malta. U.K. representative who is, happens to be in Malta. Because you're from uh, England originally, I, I think. Yeah, I think they're just, I think they're just a, a plane just went like, so close over to the house, it was. I didn't hear what you said there. I think you said there was an international connection. We're all over the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're spread out. We 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 love the this wonderful thing, the internet, that we can do this stuff that we do these days. Yeah, phenomenal, isn't it? Phenomenal. It is. That's absolutely incredible. Um, so before we get much further into it, I'll ask you the first question, and then we can get uh, get exploring and having fun and playing. Simon on the sofa. Who on earth are you, and what do you do? (laughs) Who on earth? What was the question? That was two questions. I'm sure of it. Aha! You're the first person to say that. Yeah. Two questions in one. Busted. Damn. Okay, it's two in one. But yes, who on earth are you, and what do you do? Uh, That's great. Um, Answer to the first question. I don't know. Uh, which is the who, the who on earth are you? And uh, uh, second question, what do I do? I I tell uh, I tell the truth of my story to the best of my ability, as transparently as possible, in order to uh, allow others to speak their truth, so that we can all break out of the lies and the madness, the just unconsciousness, the illusion, the um, yeah, anything that limits us from seeing the magnificence of who we are. All right, then. I guess we're done. That was well done. All right. <laughs> There's your show, folks. Um, I'll, see, I'll see you next time. <laughs> it's amazing how often that, that we get that, though, Jane, with the your ingenious first question that leads us to... <laughs> We 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 started it happened. Who did we? I, I, do you even remember who we had on that it got started? Don't even was, remember. It, it was it was somebody, somebody I think that Jane knew from yeah. 
prior to the show, and she just, so she just asked him. She said, "Who the hell are you? And what do you do?" And yeah. she had this. Yeah, she had Nancy goes. She had this kind of lilting Irish bit to it, you know. Yeah. Who the hell are you, and what do you do? Yeah. And and then the next show, of course, she didn't do it because it was someone we didn't know, and and people, we got complaints. Where's, where's the question? Oh, she, nice. she didn't ask the question, so that was the question until when did you go to Who on Earth? Was that 2013? 2013, the first show we did after 2013. Um, yeah. I I transferred over to to Who on Earth Are You? And I've been waiting for somebody to bring that up. Um, and I bet you any money, Simon knows exactly why. Well, well if right, what, 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 who on earth are you? Well, well, I used to say in 2012, right yeah. up until 2013. Yeah. I used to say, who in hell are you, and what do you okay. do? And then yeah. the first show in 2013, I started saying, who on earth are you, and what oh, do you lovely. do? Oh, lovely. Yeah, well, I'm guessing I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's for is that for a, a sort of play on the the paradigm shift that we've uh, we've evolved into. <laughs> Finally, somebody right says something about it. <laughs> yes, right. exactly. That's You've been exactly. busted on the two questions, and we've brought out the who in hell, who on who on earth. Yeah, I love right. that. The tra- the, 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 yeah, because now we, we've gone straight from the like you said the he- the, the hell, the the unconscious, and now we're hopefully more and more are seeing the heaven that we're already uh, we're already amongst. That's nice. I like it. I like your plays. Yeah, I well, I because I really believe that that's what's happening, and so it didn't make sense for me to do anything but honor that energetic in yeah, what we do. And you're you're the first person we got to talk about with that. That's so cool. Yeah, because <laughs> it's what we've been about, you know, and and we've been doing this a couple of years, and uh, uh, you've been you've been at it for years longer than we have. And, Keep that to yourself. Well. Not won't say how many, and and uh, <laughs> but it, it it really it was what struck me when I saw a few of your videos and things. It's, we we have this process. Gene does no homework on the guests, and I I do a little. Uh, was you know he, he does what we do, which is pretty much kind of go around and show people how awesome people are. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and just show up, you know. Sorry, I don't know if I cut you short there, Rick, but yeah, just so yeah, just showing up. Just yeah. you know, show up and meet people and, and just yeah, just show up and just talk and just let the conversation like you described before we spoke, just let the conversation uh do the dance that it does with when you know, and if we can all show up with no agenda, um that's even, you know, it's more beautiful and even if there is an agenda there then you know we can we can, you know, dance with that as well. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think I think your agenda, doing what you do, and I might be wrong, but I I think it's exactly in alignment with with our agenda, which is, you know, strictly to have fun. If we learn something along the way, that's totally awesome. But then learning for me new things is fun. So, yeah. um, but first and foremost, you gotta have fun. You gotta really love talking to people. You gotta love getting down and dirty and and finding what wisdom they happen to be hiding. I mean, who would think you'd find a Zen master driving a bus? Yeah, awesome, wasn't it? That was such a beautiful find. I was like, you know, we just clipped that on the camera. And lucky we had the camera with us that day as well. And it's just, you know, because the amount of times prior to me, my own unfolding and, and so on, the amount of times 
in my life, you know, um, you know, prior to sort of five years or more before, you know, you just constantly put down people on, you know, just judging people constantly, a bus driver or a lorry driver or a, or a um, you know, garbage driver or whatever, you know, and, and you just, you know, it's so beautiful when you've had a bit of a diverse journey of, of, of careers as well, because I've done a lot of that and maybe becoming an actor also, you know, enables you to really look at, people and their characters and not judge them through just the clothing that they have or the role that they happen to be in. And because, um, you know, for example, the other week, I didn't have the camera this time, but I had a magical moment with, with actually a road sweeper. And he, he, had, um, he had these tattoos all around his face, yeah, like, like real um, tribal, like the whole face. And I was like, wow. And I was looking at him at the bus stop and I thought, I was like, you know, I didn't know if it was like, is that for real? You know, maybe a bit of a silly question, but that was my first instinct was like, are they real? Or is it like some sort of, you know, henna thing that he's got on his face? And, and I said, sorry, man. I goes, listen, you know, you probably might get people asking you this all the time, but you know, is that real? And he's like, man, he goes, man, what do you mean is real? <laughs> and I was like, I goes, you know, sorry, of course it's real, right? And he's like, and his whole, I mean, his whole head was tattooed. Um, but it, it wasn't like, um, just like colourful tattoos, it was it was almost like uh, just circles and very tribal, like round the ears. It looked really artistic. It was really beautiful. And um, and then anyway, he stopped. We spoke. I'm, I was waiting for a bus, and about five buses went by that I was waiting for. And we just talked. And and he, he basically is doing his job. He was talking about the system and how he just does what he does. And he's a musician, and he's is all about consciousness, and he's all about like spreading joy and he's traveled oh man it was such a potently rich conversation i know you two would totally have loved it but sorry i just went off on one about the, the guy there but <laughs> oh no no, that's, no it's that's, brilliant that's and, beautiful. and i get exactly what you're saying because i had the same really random weird experience with the guy who empties our septic tank awesome. and it's because i said to him you have one of the hardest jobs on our planet like you really, and he just went into this. I love my job. I get to drive around the countryside all summer long, talking to people, catching up, finding out how. Because a lot of the people that live out here have been here forever. So he goes out and he has conversations with them, and he's like, I get to see fantastic gardens and grounds and houses, and I get to see children grow and you know families develop. And I was just like in awe. Yeah. of this man and he's you know he's got to be in his late 50s and he's like and i'm going to keep doing this until my body says i can't i don't care if they try and force me to retire i'm not retiring i love what i do i look mm. forward to going to work in the morning and i'm like i love you yeah. you know like thank you for that reminder yeah. <laughs> i really love you he's awesome and i can't wait to see him next year kind yeah. of thing you know what yeah. i mean like and that well and it's a totally amazing way to look at the world sorry rick <laughs> well you no know, i was just i was just going to add in it's a it's a thing that so many people uh, like you said in so much of my life it, you, you just look at somebody and you oh that he's one of those or whatever you know and you put them in a pigeonhole you put a label you put a and and, and file them away and it, they're not pieces of paper they're people yeah, exactly and I was fortunate enough to have a father who um, had become quite successful, so that was lucky. But he was also someone who I was quite young, and I said something uh, about uh, 
road worker. Or, I I don't even remember. Uh, but I do remember Dad's response, which was to snatch me up short, and he said, listen, everybody that you ever come across has got something to teach you. Yeah. If you'll hush up and listen. Yeah, beautiful. And he said, he said, there's people out there that dig ditches, and they dig ditches way better than I do. So if I ever needed to know, they're the ones that know. So just hush. Mm-hmm. And it, it, if people would, rather than, um, you know, put that label and put that category and file people away, there, there, there are such jewels. Just, just every one has something that just is shiny and and it uh i mean i had my own i was in college i was assistant manager at a mexican restaurant you know and fast high speed uh anyway we had we called them exchange students but being in texas they were i'll admit it this was quite a long time ago and the restaurant no longer exists we we had the, the kitchen was entirely staffed by illegal aliens yeah and um so Friday and Saturday nights we had live music and the guys from the kitchen to be finished and the boss wouldn't be willing to take them all to their house. So uh, they'd just sit in the back and watch TV and uh, while everybody else is out in front watching the band. and st- So I would get a bucket of ice and beer and uh, go back there with a, one beer for everybody and we'd just all sit there and drink a beer and watch Spanish television. I don't speak Spanish that well, so it <laughs> went right over my head. But... The dishwasher sitting right next to me. Illegal alien, right? Everybody in Texas want to write him off, you know. Ah, that was illegal alien people. He he said, you study at the college, right? And I said, yeah. He said, have you read Plato? <laughs> and I craned my head around and looked at him. I said, what? Have you read Plato? I think his Republic is brilliant. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's there, it's rich. You know, and went on and had a twenty minute conversation about the finer points of Plato's Republic with yeah. the dishwasher. Yeah. And yeah. and 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 you know, wonderful fellow and, and very thoughtful. Uh, and uh but that's who he is to so many people is the dishwasher and he's like I I like it. I make more money than I could make at home. I can support my family and and you know, and, and so he always was. He's back there in the kitchen, always just full of smiles and laughing. Yeah, and that's a key point you mentioned there. Actually, it's like you know, great question to actually ask ourselves is why we find ourselves in the the roles and the positions we find ourselves in. Um, because you know, like you said, you was working in the Mexican thing. You know, and the amount of jobs that I've uh, I've taken along the way. You know, from Mexican bean packer to you know laborer and you know, um, um, uh, phone, you know, on the phones, uh, you know, I've, I mean, the amount of jobs I've sort of been there for like two days and then left and tried something and, and you know, on the way up and barman and, you know, all this, that, you know, sandwich maker, you know, all these different roles that you take and um, carpet fitter and, you know, it goes on and on and on. The list, you know, the list is quite crazy. I mean, and, and I'm so rich, the experiences that I've had and, and the people you meet, like you just said, is, is, is so beautiful. Um, and actually, we're all exactly the same, yeah? So, you know, we're all looking at the world, seeing the magic. I know that like Jean was just talking about the experience where she's at and the nature and, and so on. You know, we're all seeing that. We're all seeing this 
mystery, this magic, this wonder, and we're all, we all don't really know what's going on with it, and everyone's trying to survive in the, the system and the, the, what I call the invisible prison that we've, you know, we've constructed as our evolution of, of, of survival. And, and, um, and it's so, you know, like, for example, I just posted on my page, um, a friend of mine posted, actually, 100 most influential people, um, spiritual people, yeah, on this planet or something. It's some Watkins book review. And it just happened this morning. I was doing a little send out of, of our talk right now. And, um, you know, lovely, just putting out there, you know, these influential people are out there. And, you know, the list is on there. And, and I was just, I was interested. I thought, hmm, I goes, isn't it funny? You know, you've got this whole idea that these are the influential people because they have written books and they're supposedly spiritual. And then I'm like, well, isn't it ironic that a lot of spirituality and, you know, the old moving beyond the ego identification of separation is not even about competition or, easy, or even identification, right? So most of the people that this book company is listed from a marketing hype perspective, I don't even know would want to be on that list. And if they, if they know about that list, I would, I'm sort of pondering why they're on that list. Because if somebody put me on a list like that, I'd say, please don't. Don't put me on a list like that. I don't want to be on a hundred most influential spiritual people, you know, in some hype of a marketing so that other people then look at that list and go, oh, I'm not on that list. Oh, am I not an influential person? And then I posted to my friend, and she's magical anyway. You know, she's taught, I even put on there, you know, she's taught me more than most of those people that have actually been on that influential list. And I'm not taking away that these people are not influential people. But my thing is, every single being is an influential person. And I know you both get that and you both just, we both all just shared a story that, that repeats that for, our, for the audience today. But the other thing is, I then sent this 60 year old funny video and I know you both would love it. If you've not seen it, I'd send it to you after this, uh, this, this connection today. Um, 60 year old, this organization called Smile or Smiles, Smile Million Smiles or something, it's going around the world and just capturing people's smiles. It's found this 60-year-old guy that's become a security guard at a bakery, and they captured a little video of him of the way that he whistles people in in Bali. And um, he's so happy, and he's so joyous, and he's talking to the camera, and he's, like, he's got this like, wisdom down in life and how life's temporary and short. And you're just like, wow, you know, this is the richness of, of, you know, talk about you want influential people. Forget whether you're listed spiritual. This guy's doing it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it may be right. tickled. <laughs> and that's, that's it, right? I mean, that's, I guess that's the essence of why we do the show is because we, yeah, we can bring famous quote unquote people on the air, but they're on the air anyways. Exactly. I want to talk to I want to talk to the people who have just said screw it, followed their heart, and they're doing something cool with that, and exploring the world with that. And um, that's who I want to talk to because they they got cool stories and yeah. wisdom and in this and some of these famous people knowing. you know have cool stories too. I love when Wayne Dyer <laughs> talks about the screen door repair man and that sort of thing, uh, but. We have trouble with those famous people. We won't re, we won't arrange our schedule. You know, when we offer them a date, and they say, "Well, actually, we need to be on so and so because we're having a market release the following week." And it's like, yeah, "Sorry, yeah, we already is, have Sally coming on the show." And they go, "Who's she?" And go, "She's this cool chick. We're going to have her on the show." And they can't believe we won't move people around, but we it wouldn't yeah, be doing what time. we say. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. And also, really yeah, cool. 
sorry, sorry, go on, Jade. That's okay. We've had some really cool big name people who who would not hear of us bumping the schedule. You know what I mean? Like they, yes, absolutely. You know, I, I'll wait my turn, kind of kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, also, don't be organizing. Yeah, yeah, totally. And also, I mean, you know, I mean, I went through a whole year of guru bashing probably about three or four years ago with my um, with my brother and you know um we you know we were going on our own little journey of awareness and so on and you know and and you know i'm not listen they are i mean i get a hell of a lot of you know most of the um uh, uh you know a lot of the wisdom that i've picked up most of the wisdom i picked up along the way is you know from other other beautiful people out there you know i think just what you know, I'm not taking anything away from them. Like you say, Wayne Dyer and all of them, you know, whoever's on that list, every single one of them is great on that. I think my key thing is, you know, when people say to me, spiritual, for example, I'm spiritual. Or I'm not, I say, I always just say, you know, my thing is, you know, I always like to flip the pancake. I'm very much like, that's my little expression of reverse dichotomy. You know, everything is flipped, you know, to what we, we're experiencing it like. And it's, for example, um, I say, well, okay, as a child, when a child is born, the minute it comes out of um, the womb and, it's, you know, it comes into this, uh, into this experience, is it spiritual? And, you know, it's like, but no, but it's not spiritual until you've, you know, you've watched The Shift by Wayne Dyer or read The Power Now by Eckhart Tolle. You know, so, so this is this whole thing about spiritual spiritualism. I just... I, I just feel there's always still a lot of, you know, marketing competitiveness and so on. And like I say, I don't want to get into a, you know, I'm right, they're wrong. It's just, that's just how I view it. So it's all beautiful. It's all, everyone's influential. And I think that's the key to this little moment, you know. Yeah, we've got 7 billion what? influential people on this planet. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yes. Exactly. And that that includes the big names, like you said. Because yes. if you go from the standpoint and the viewpoint of everything spiritual, that includes the quote unquote bad guy. That includes the quote yes. unquote rich greedy guy. Yes. That includes the quote unquote uneducated bum on the street. You know, yes. I mean the dishwasher dude. It, the, it's the dishwasher all of them. Dude. All yes. of them. Yes, all of them. All of them. I've got this just sort of throw in there. Sorry if I cut you short, Gene. I'm just listening, and then and, and then I heard Rick. But um, you know what? The minute you judge, you cannot love. Did everyone disappear? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, at, we're letting that um, soak in. No, for a, I was... Uh, when statements like that happen, we do that. We call that soak time. We let that... <laughs> we don't have a big red neon sign that goes, this, this. Did you hear this? So we just be quiet for a second. But um, but it's true. You know, I mean, it, uh, we were talking recently with uh, another guest about uh, that. Well, it wasn't so recent, but we made a clip out of it recently for a video that... In, in most ancient languages, there was no word for spiritual and word for physical. There just wasn't, there was just life. There wasn't, you know, well, this is my spiritual life, and this is my physical life, and this is my work life, and my love life, and my, what? Yeah. It, if we're really spiritual beings having a physical experience, then isn't every last breath of it spiritual? Yeah. By yeah. nature? By definition? Yeah. Yeah, what are you saying on that, Jean? I'm going to let you speak. Oh well, I. No, I agree. I agree completely. Which is not to say that I'm always in that perfect state of of peace, Zen understanding either, because I'm still perfectly imperfect, and so 
even having done this as long as I've done it, I still have my moments of, you know, oh, you have the hardest, you have one of the hardest jobs in the world because you come and clean out people's septic tanks. That's that's a a judgment. Yeah. Um, but I agree, and so I consciously check myself on a regular basis, and um, you know, it's 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 a progression. In a, a progression of understanding, I guess you would call it, and and this show certainly has taught me so much about that because some of the most amazing wisdoms we've had have come out of the most unexpected places. So, uh, yeah, I so I can't, I I don't want to ever look at my world any other way. I don't want to look at the world and say that there over there that's of the devil and that there over there that's of God. I no. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. No, I can't do that. I can't I can't go there. I can't um I can't accept that as a truth. I can only look at my world in awe with wonder and say, Wow, our creator is like the genius behind the amazing diversity that we have on this planet and what an amazing playground to to get to explore because of that diversity. Love and the diversity. And and to acknowledge that it's all from the same place. It's all spirit manifest into physicality is just, it's a comforting way to live for me. Oh, wow. Where did everybody that, that, go? That was that sink moment again. That was another one of those soaking in things, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, so how does how does somebody get to uh, how does somebody wind up on the sofa and the bus and the with the camera and the uh, chatting with people? How how did you arrive at this uh, showing everybody how awesome it is? Um. Yeah, it's a good question, and 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 just acknowledging that, yeah, that wonderful sharing as well, Gene. I was I was having a soak up moment there, and 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 wanting just to listen, and you know, we have a we have a tendency just to want to throw our piece in as well, and and so it's just nice to share, to listen and, and share, and and I just just before coming to that um, that lovely question, Rick, is just yeah, the idea that every even every thought every thought we have is is a judgment as well to some extent, you know, so. Um, you know, it's not putting judgment down as a, a bad thing. You know, some some of how we even interact and, and, and survive is through the, you know, the judgments that we make. It's just I find that in the minute that we discriminate or judge or, 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 or you know, we, we limit ourselves. So, yeah, I just wanted to throw, throw that in there. And, and then come to that lovely question that you um, that you asked. I, I, I think really probably the same as you guys come together. I know briefly when me and Jean spoke when she invited me on, on the show, was just you know you pulled together and just wanted to have these dialogues and and for me it was very much um you know i was five years ago five years ago um had a little bit of a um you know you could say a very a shift in perception and um and i was talking a lot with my brother actually my uh my younger brother i have two brothers an elder brother and a young brother and um I was talking a lot with him and a few other people, and I was on a bit of a journey of a, could say, an entrepreneurial journey, you know, wanting to make the money, get the property, become an actor, 
you know, um, striving for the cash and had the sort of fame and fortune bug that we all have sort of like, you know, neatly tucked inside us. And, um, and um, I had this sort of like just this real, you know, I don't know really what to be, how to describe it, but this sort of shift in realization that, you know, I was living, you know, still very much from a foundation of fear. And that was causing me to live a, a, a reality at the time, which I would call unconscious and, and lying, coming from a place of lying, very subtle lying. So not like a compulsive liar who just lies about everything, but just, you know, living a, living a lie based on a, a, a sort of the structures that are put up in the hamster wheel and in the invisible prison that I call it, as I repeat again, um, in this in this way. And and so I wanted to go on an inquiry into that. And, and really the questions, you asked me two, one, but two questions at the beginning, um, you know, and, and my questions were, what is love and what is truth? And, you know, and I, you know, I'm sure every human and all your listeners today, you know, ask that question of like, you know, you know, the, the age old question of, who am I, what am I doing here, and, and so on. Well, mine was sort of like, you know, what is love and what is truth? And, if, and, and that, that took me on a journey. So I was having great conversations, and because I was a filmmaker and I'd made films, et cetera, and been on this acting path, I thought, wow, would it be awesome if we could just film these conversations? And, you know, I know you two would have had them loads, and, you know, we're sharing one say, but you film those conversations that really take on their own journey, and then within them you get these little sort of aha moments, these little epiphany moments, these little moments where actually you're not even in control of what's coming through. You're just like almost, it's just like it's information comes through, this energy comes through, this sort of knowingness, like, you know, you could label it as. And um, I was like, wow, if we could just film, film and capture that and then allow others to see that, wouldn't that empower them to feel confident enough to speak their truth. If everybody could just speak their truth, share their vulnerabilities, share what they're struggling with, you know, what their thoughts and feelings are about life and so on. And that's really what took me, um, long-winded answer there, Rick, but that's what took me on the, the journey of, of, of filming people, speaking their truth. And then that's obviously brought with it a whole, you know, a whole journey within itself, as you can imagine. Oh. Well, how did, how did you click over onto that? I mean, there had... had if you were, were doing, doing this, this other thing, other thing for, for so long, so long and, you were and you were living this, living other, this way, other way, wow, wow! How did you click over? Yeah, we have a feedback all of a sudden. Are you? It went that? away. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, you know, like, was there a, a defining moment or something that happened to you, or? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's lo- it's lovely. Somebody asked. I did a talk recently, like sharing this sort of transparent journey that I do now, and I, you know, I go around sharing this, you know, the, or sharing my story to actually enable people to move beyond their story. And whilst I'm using my story to share the story, it's enabling me to move beyond the story. If that makes sense, I hope everybody out there can grasp that to some extent. But um, so basically. That's a great question, and a lot of people ask me that. Like, most talks I go to, you know, like one woman was, a, I think she was a little bit offended, not offended, but a little bit, you know, because I was like, well, you know, there's no, like, you know, the light didn't open in the sky, and then all of a sudden it was like, you know, and, uh, and I was like, you know, it was like, you know, you know, and it was like, what? 
you know, whatever. You can imagine whatever other sort of noises might come out. And then there was loads of white horses come running by. And, do you know what I mean? It wasn't Reclining as, on a cloud and having a lovely day. <laughs> it wasn't as glamorous as I could, you know, we could all conjure up here and, and, and really put into a, an awesome movie. Um, but it was, it's it sort of, I tell you, it's funny. I, I'll give you a real sort of encapsulated um, um, thing, is that I was on a bit of a journey, self-development journey. You know, I've always been a nice guy, etc. you know, trying to be good. I mean, I've come from my background. If we judged it, you would say it's not being too nice, you know, coming from I was in jail when I was younger and, and um, you know, stolen, stolen more than probably most people have stolen in their lives. And, you know, and you um, so got addicted to drugs and was, you know, went on the whole drug journey, tried most drugs apart from heroin. And, you know, you know, had a pretty colorful um, um, uh, youth, you know, up from about 15 to 19 was probably the most um, lowest. And then you could say because I went to uh, jail, most people's fear of anything of society and the Hampton and everything, the jail is pretty much the last point. So, you know, I ended up in jail when I was 18. Luckily, I only served um, two and a half months in jail of a, of a, of a five month sentence, I mean, just over two and a half months. And, um, you know, I come out of jail and it was very much like, you know, at these key points in my life, I've had these opportunities to make choices. And, you know, I just made the choice that I thought was best for me at that time. Always. I've always tried to make the best choice, even when I was a burglar and stealing. It was the best choice in terms of my survival because I was thinking, well, I don't want to be the lower of the gang of the gangs that I was hanging out with. And I want to be the one with the money and the one at the front of the pack, because if I'm not, I'm going to get eaten. Um, so I've always tried to you know, better myself. And, you know, when I was in jail and come out of jail, I went on a bit of a journey. And then I got addicted to drugs and then I was on drugs. But then I got addicted to other different things along the way, as we all do, you know. And then I started to study the body. And then from that place, I went on a journey of, of, of really, um, you know, I was still in society, like I said, entrepreneur, business and all that. And, and I was still having partners and relationships. And I was understanding a little bit about love, but not really knowing much about it. And, you know, and then in 2007... I met the partner that I'm with now. And, you know, at the same time, I was going through this end of one relationship and I was seeing this other woman and it was like that was coming to an end. And then I was like, oh, all of a sudden, I'd been reading some stuff and, and nothing was really sinking in. And it seemed like, this is what it seemed like, everything I was reading, and it was all theoretical, seemed to like fall into place. Or, we go, or fall into some sort of, you know, experience of feeling of some kind, even beyond feeling. And then um, when I met Anna, this like, this love, I had this love experience. Uh, but then the funny thing was, is, and everyone would go, okay, oh, we fell in love, and it was like this honeymoon period. This is the thing. This is what happened for me anyway. Um, yes, I was in, I, I loved Anna. But Anna at the time, it wasn't a, a, a reciprocal experience. It wasn't the same. You know, she didn't feel the same. And then also what I realized after about a month of being highly elated, six weeks or so on, I realized that actually this wasn't about, intim this wasn't about um, uh, uh, you know, uh, relationship love, not just. This was like something had opened. Something had opened. I don't know what the hell happened. Basically, I've taken a lot of, you know, I've taken ecstasy. I've taken, you know, which ecstasy is trying to be the, you know, the, the love drug, you could call it. That's what they call it, to sell it and so on. And that releases the, you know, the serotonin and the oxytocin into the brain, supposedly, if it's any good. And you get this euphoric feeling of like, you know, wow, life's so amazing and so on. Until next day you wake up with a headache and a hangover. And um, so this was, I was having this experience of like, 
beyond even the 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 buzzes that I've had of um, of taking um, ecstasy, and um, it didn't go. It didn't go. It's like this just stayed, and I was like, wow, man, this is this is what, what the hell is going on? And then it just continued from there. I know I'm still telling the story. You're like, wow, but it's like or you're like, well, that's enough now. But either way, right, it continued, and then all everything changed. My senses changed. My but the way I was viewing the world, the connection, the connection to nature, the connection to the planet, the connection to like the, the bigger picture. And then it just hasn't really stopped. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what else to do but laugh. I don't even know what the hell is going on. <laughs> That's, uh, That's I, awesome. I know that feeling. I learned of, you know, it's like, is this, what the, yeah. <laughs> but it's here, it's, ha- I'm here, it's happening, what is, ah, <laughs> we, yeah, it's like, I'm glad you said you're in school, because even the other day I walked up the stairs, and I took a breath, I stopped on the stairs outside where I'm staying, I took a breath, and I was like, it was like, wow, I'm here, and I'm breathing, <laughs> People are thinking, listen, don't, don't tell anybody where I'm living. They couldn't come and straightjacket me up. But the point is, it's like, it was, it's, just, it's just, you know, all I can say now is, is that I'm, I'm through the truth that I've spoken. That's what I'm, I'm really just wanting. I suppose it's like, you know, guys, you two are like this all the time. I already know that you are. The minute you experience something good, you want to share it. Am I right? Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Driven. Right. So, 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 so I don't know what else to do. This energy, whatever this energy is, is saying, you share this. You've got to share this. I don't know what it's saying. It's like, share it. And it really, it really sort of is. I mean, you talked about the drugs, and I had a very colorful youth, and uh, uh, lots of, took lots of things that made lots of weird and pretty colors. Yeah. Um, yep. And it is almost sort of like that. It's like, dude, you got to take one of these because this yeah. is this is awesome. Except this is is uh, it, when you were talking about you know with this new relationship and this uh, that, and I realized this elation was really not so much about the it. I, I I came to the realization finally that it was it wasn't so much being loved that I was that was so cool. It was being in love. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, be, yeah, I love that. That's a soak-up moment. I got tingles when you said that. It's being in the bubble of love, and it's like it then it, it encapsulates you, all embraces you, and you you're just in it. Yeah, and it it people language we we talk about words and language a lot here, and you know pull words apart and 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 but people have been saying it forever that you see somebody and they're just practically floating, you know, yeah. and they're glowing and you. What's 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 up with him? Oh, he's in love. Yeah. And but it's it's literal. It's they're in love. And and so it can it it doesn't require the it's it's wonderful to be in love with someone. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't require them. You yeah, and I'm glad you said that. And yeah. be in love with yourself and be in yeah. love with I just took a breath. Would you just you know yeah, and it's a re- no, but that's really like really for people listening, th- that is really, really, really important because I've met so many people on the way along the way since that this is the this is the magical thing is that everybody's looking for love, 
and having because they haven't had an experience of it of some kind so you know it's like they've gone out to look for a car or look for something outside that they don't know what they're looking for they don't even know they're looking for a car they've gone out to look for something they don't know what they're looking for and that's why they're seeking it constantly in somewhere else outside of themselves and some you know and so on and i think that's what you've said there is really you know really to clarify that for people because so many people out there thinking that they're single i meet them all the time and they like they need a partner to define them or to fulfill them and so on I, and, you know and you don't but yeah go on gene sorry carry on yeah yeah dude i mean oh man you just hit on something that's so important and we don't always get to talk about it um my amazing relationship happened very similar to yours it was an accident it was a total accident. We had absolutely no plans to take our relationship any further than just having fun with each other. And um, it wasn't until, like really, it wasn't until I became whole within myself that I found the perfect playmate. And this idea of finding your other half and although people have heard me call him on air my other half um it's just for me a figure of speech it's certainly not literal i was whole before i found him i had managed to find my way to me and once i did that then i found the perfect playmate for me to play in life with and i think that this whole concept of my other half my soulmate my that person that i need oh the word need you should never need another person in your life mm-hmm. um i think that that when you think in terms of like a long term committed i'm going to be happy relationship with this person if the word need is in there that's something to look at because it should be a want thing i don't need him but i want him around I have fun when he's around. I enjoy him being around. I will survive without him, but it's fun with him. So, and that's how our relationship developed. And, you know, I just, I would think that that's a big key to relationships and and not just man, woman, 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 man, man relationships in the romantic sense, but also in the friendship sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, in every yeah, in every sense, because what happens, yeah, yeah what happens um, is that you attract what you are always. This is a beautiful conversation, you know. Like you say, it's really nice to bring this up because a lot of people don't always talk about relationships and the idea of self-love and so on. But this, the, the idea is that you would always attract what you are. You know, what, you know, when I was a criminal and then when I was smoking dope on a regular basis, guess what? I attracted criminals and people that smoke dope on a regular basis. You know, when I was an entrepreneur and I was looking into buying property, guess what? I attracted people that were entrepreneurs and into buying property. I went to property seminars. I did that. When I was an actor, guess what? I was hanging about with actors. You know, and it's the same. You always attract what you are. And that's why it's such a great, um, you know, a great way to look at your mirror from that perspective as well. Because then you can really get to see who you really are by the closest people around you. And that's, a, you know, and that's another thing with relationship is that, you know, um, people often go to me, oh, I don't like that person there. I know this is not what I want. It's like, well, you know, in every opportunity, I think, Rick, you said this earlier, is you've got an opportunity to learn and grow from that experience. And when we don't identify ourselves as owning that person or needing that person, like you, like you wonderfully said, 
um, and actually just seeing, right, we've come together in this experience to learn and grow. There's no attachment. There's no dependency. There's just the opportunity for us to look, see, and flourish and elevate. And that's phenomenal when you come at a relationship from that perspective rather than what can I get, what can I give? And then on top of that, I'm not attached to this. You know, I can leave this relationship that I'm in right now. Me and Anna speak like this all the time to each other. And knowing that I can leave here full of love, full of joy, knowing that it's, if, it's, if, it's, if it's closing, it's not even about it being the end. It's about it evolving into the next, um, the next energetic experience of whatever that might bring for both of us. It's a mutually received, respected opportunity, not, oh, he's leaving and now I'm going to be less than, than I was before or vice versa. Yeah, now I will have lost something. What? (laughs) Right. What will you have lost? Uh, Your dependency. You'll have lost your dependency. (laughs) That's what you'll have lost. Quite honestly, um, it's probably completely redefined my way of looking at relationships. This experience with my now husband has completely redefined my way of looking at relationships. Mm. And um, it's comfortable, so much more comfortable <laughs> than constant fear and concern and worry. And, and, and part of that was that we began with ultimate truth, like right from the beginning. No secrets. I don't care what you do or how you think you may have screwed up, I want to know. You know, Mm -hmm. we need to talk through this stuff. I need to know who you are. What's your actual makeup? Which means when you you get to that level, when you're going to share who you are with somebody else on that level and be completely open and transparent, you better know yourself. Yeah. Because they're going to catch you on it if you don't. You know, and that's been part of that growth experience that even throughout the relationship, some of the things that we thought we knew about ourselves have grown and evolved. Of course, yeah. Yeah. But we like each other. (laughs) That's good. Right? So, well, it's important. This is an important word that people don't talk about. We talk about unconditional love frequently on this show. Yeah. But when you're talking about relationships, my friends who are listening today, it is vitally important that you actually like the person you're in a relationship with because yeah. you know the difference between like and love. Love you can love and you can forgive and you can accept and you can blah, 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 blah. But like, that means you enjoy. That means you have fun with. That means you like being with them. And and that's it, important. It doesn't, you should doesn't like necessarily it. mean every minute. And, and I, No, no, and, of course And it's not. important, too, I think, that that people recognize that relationship, we're in relationship right now, the three of us. Exactly. All the time. Yes. And, 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 you know, I don't want people to think, oh, we've got to change the show to mature now. They're having three people in a relationship. We're in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. I have a relationship to the mailman. I have a relationship yeah. to, the, to the stock boy in the grocery store. I don't eat if he doesn't come to work, you know? I mean, it, it, and and it's it it can be that way as opposed to you talked about 
practically when you attach a thought, it's a judgment. To me, it's the words. Yeah. You, you, we've gotten in this habit because we use a symbolic language, these words, these abstract things. We've now like turned everything into, you know, that's not a human over there. That's the stock boy. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you know, that's not a human over there. That's my partner. Yeah. We do business. We, and, and this one is, and, and it's like that physical, spiritual thing. You, you, it's like some, you know, Darwinism gone insane of we got to have a little pigeonhole and a classification for everything so that we know where to put them. It's what? It sounds like you're talking about things to go on the mantle. It doesn't, it's not, these are, it, it's relationship. It's all relationship. And yeah. if you show up, just show up. And, you know, people think, we're crazy all the time because we talk about we don't really plan the show. We don't plan questions. We don't plan the guests, really. They just yeah. show up out of the thin air. They just pop exactly. into our heads. And, 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 and we just show up and talk. And we really do. We just show up. And, you know, uh, many's the show. You know, and here's Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? Well, frankly, it sucks today. <laughs> and people are like, you can't start a show like that. That's not very professional. It's a, oh, well, thank you for the compliment. It's just the way it is. It's, I don't it, want to be professional. I just want to be me. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm going to throw something in there with you guys as well. Um, is that what you said about it's all relationship? You know, again, you know, and I like it that you know the dynamic is that you know it's not just you know for the people listening out there. You know, thank you for tuning in today. First and foremost, if anybody's listening, that already you know follows some of the stuff uh, I've, I'm doing out there and, and uh, Rick and Gina doing. I just want to acknowledge you guys out there because this is, the other beautiful thing is that you, you, you're having a relationship with us as well and we're having a relationship with you and without you out there now, the listeners, you know, there's, there's also not that, that, you know, that integration. And the other beautiful thing is that my friend describes it like this and I love it when she does and I think that what you're saying, Nick, um, Rick, is the same, is that it's all intimacy as well. You know, this idea of like falling in love, like, you, like we described it, falling in love with yourself and then falling in love with life, is that there's this deep intimacy and interaction and engagement and absorption of all of creation. And that, and that like you said, moves beyond all label of like stop boy partner, marriage, not marriage, you know what I mean? It just opens you up. Um, you know, David Data talks about this as well, just opening it up. Like, like even when you make love, and I don't just mean making love, you know, from the physical pe penetration perspective, but when you're making love and you're opening, you're making love to the wall and the, and the air and the breath and the oxygen and the gravity and, you know, and you're just open, you know, and that's, that's really the relationship to life that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm embracing and opening to and wanting to open to with you guys today and with everybody that really, you know, I get to the opportunity to, um, to dance with. <laughs> well, and really, that's that's it. It's a, it's it's a, it's a dance. It's we're all in relationship. So that bring that being in love to each of those relationships, and they just turn magical. You just you show up at the right time when the you know grumpy people at the airport that check you in. You happen to get the one guy that's having a great day. 
you know, <laughs> or girl. It, it it happens. I mean, it happens to it us does. when we travel. That's how I travel. And absolutely. Uh, so it's it's. Good I'm going to get the customs guy that's going to help me, as opposed to the customs guy who's going to be intimidating because that's just. Because how I roll. <laughs> they're they're humans, you know. Some of them have had a really bad morning in there, you know. And I get the other one. And I don't pick them. I don't plan it. It doesn't work that way. Um, I like your little raw. You've got a little raw going on. You've used that a couple of times. I did. What? Who? Yeah, she growls a little. <laughs> no, that wasn't. It wasn't Jean. It was you. Oh well, yeah. You've got the raw going on, little raw. Ah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, his growl. Uh, yes. See? He talks about me growling. Um, yeah, he does that for you. Know, if you spot it, you got it, right? We've we've blasted right right past the halfway point and, because this conversation is so awesome. And, uh, gosh, that's why we do this thing. And, uh, again, I want to uh, mention all the guests in the chat room and, and, and that are listening. We're so glad that you're here. We're going to take a quick break. Um, we've all been drinking coffee and things and so we're going to take a quick break uh, uh you think aquarius from our friend jolene or uh, yeah Rick? that could work uh well you know either way both songs are an appreciation of this new energy now earth prayer is is that uh, that love of life that that thank you um yeah kind of song, but then Aquarius yeah, well, okay. is a celebration so, of this new energy. So either way, whatever you this want. Is our, uh, this is our dear friend Ina V with her song uh, Earth Prayer. And um, uh, check her out at uh, E-N-A-V-I-E dot com, dot com because she's doing some amazing philanthropic stuff with this very song, which is based on Hawaiian Ho'oponopono. And uh, we'll be right back, folks. Stay with us. Peace. 
Welcome back, everybody. That was our good friend, Ina V, with her song, Earth Prayer. And we're back with uh, Simon on the radio. Uh, <laughs> nice. Actually, I saw that you've got a graphic on your on your page about Simon on the radio. I've been on the radio before. That's awesome. Well, yeah, because it's just like Simon on it. It's just, you know, it's the catch, isn't it now? Simon yeah. on the bus, Simon on the radio, <laughs> Simon on Simon. I don't know what's going on. Simon on the planet, something, Simon. Yeah. 
Simon in the unknown. But I was thinking during the break, we, you know, what we're talking about with the relationship and the show up and the, uh, that's a lot of what your sort of focus is is moving towards uh, these days, isn't it? This transparency and and of course to be genuine, you have to have awareness, Uh, transparent communication and conscious awareness, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like I like your navigation. I like your I like the way you navigate. You're navigating, um, unconsciously navigating. <laughs> I know you're free flying, but that's really beautiful that you brought that because we sort of we sort of come to transparent communication. With Jean said that, didn't she? And the, you know, with the relationship and so on. Yeah, and that's that's very much, um, that's very much what I'm, um, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to use the word promoting or you know. Inviting is nice, isn't it? I'm inviting, I'm inviting people to speak their truth. And you remember at the beginning of the show, we talked about fun, didn't we? Do you remember like, like having fun? I think you said, Gene, like, you know, it was just about being fun and having fun and, and liking what you're doing. And then that sort of come up in the relationship. And I know that your show is, you know, it's about showing up and, and also just being here and being real and having fun. And it, it, it was something that when, when you start to talk to people about lies or transparency or speaking truth, a lot of people switch off. And the reason why they switch off is because lying, if we judge lying as bad, wrong, or negative, then instantly the idea that I admitting that I'm a liar or that some, you know, the individual admitting that they're a liar and then looking at um, themselves to move beyond the fact that they're lying, seems it seems to be because of our judgment, it seems to be very, um, a bit heavy. It's like, well, you know, lighten up. It's not, you know, speaking truth, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's very layered because we're not just talking individual truth, but then we know truth with, you know, society, truth in consumerism, truth in the war, truth in politics, truth in economics, you know, truth across the, the scale. So really what's wonderful is when you bring it back to self and, do, and, and you know, and this is what I'm sharing now with the burglar to Buddha story, is that I'm going, right, own your story, look at your story, own your story, forgive your story. And then with that, you have the ability to move beyond your story. So you use your story to move beyond it. No matter what it is, like, you know, your, your deepest wounds are likely your, your greatest gifts. You know, you use your story to move beyond it. And then what's so beautiful with transparent communication, when we're talking about fun, when to- we're talking about child mind, when we're talking about you know, being free, really being free, being liberated, not being dependent, not being attached to anything and just showing up authentically, that's when real fun just is able just to be fully expressed. It just comes through you. So what, I'm, what I've been sharing with people is sometimes it seems a bit, you know, hard, like, because it is, you know, when you start to communicate your truth, you realize that a hell of a lot's going to start changing to some extent because, you know, you might leave your job. You might have to leave your job. Not because, you know, they sack you, because actually you're being real with yourself and this job is not serving you. You might leave your relationship because, you know what, this relationship is not serving you, like Gene said earlier. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, the truth can be disruptive. Good choice of words. But in a good way, like when they talk about disruptive technology or whatever, it usually results in better things and and more affordable, more available, and 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 
but but we do. We anyone that's listened very long to our shows sort of knows Gene and my whole life stories because it always parts of it come up and. Uh, yeah, I mean, and if they don't, if they if they don't hear it on air, it's in my books. Yeah, so right. So I get what you're saying, Simon, because I my first step to to doing anything was to write write down some of the things that that I had been beating myself up for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and that's it. That's the key. That's actually one of the the first steps. Again, to people listening, if there's anybody out there that's you know tuning in and they're like you know it's a first step, just because I not get a, a, a takeaway, not a take burger, but like a takeaway from the talk is um, you know is um, is basically the story right in the story the cathartic process there's a wonderful you, you guys probably have heard of the artist way but I always sort of share that to people that come you know they sometimes you know if they want a, a sort of stepping stone very you know $12 or whatever it is and you know the artist way by Julia Julia Cameron is a beautiful uh, stepping stone and it's not about being an artist it's about finding that you know, that authentic space within ourselves to express ourselves. Because, um, you know, life is an art anyway, and we're, we're painters of our reality every day, you know. Um, and it, it's all about the, the story of, um, the story of, um, um, sorry, writer's story, like Jean said, is actually one of the amazing steps. Because that cathartic process, that, that, just that act, is just so liberating. was totally because um, I, I didn't just write it down I published it into a book and then I gave it to everybody I knew yeah yeah so here was so, this so whole hidden open, yeah this whole hidden element to my life yeah you know my 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 big life secret the the thing that had been my dark hidden in the closet never letting it out thing and I published it in my first novel here yeah, it is. He, and I did it so nonchalantly, I was just like, and, here and, it is. And then dared to call your first novel Truth. <clears throat> odd odd title, that. <laughs> 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 but it and it's it's very liberating too, because it um a lot of the stories I used to sort of tell myself in my head, the horrors that would play in my head of the way people would react if they really knew you know what happened to me, or why this or why that? Uh, they don't come true, or they didn't for me. It's yeah. never like that. It, it's always different. And so, uh, you know, like the old saying goes, most of the stuff I worried about never happened. Um, and it just makes it easier. It just makes it easier to accept it in yourself because you see that other people are, you know, oh yeah, that was. Stuff. How'd you yeah. survive? Yeah. You know, I get that reaction much more than I get, you did that? Oh, well, I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, yeah, again, that is, isn't that beautiful as well, is that when you release the truth, you, the, the irony is, this is the irony, is that I hold back myself and I don't communicate my truth and people are going to like me, right? That's the irony. This is this thing. Whereas actually, no, it's communicate your truth Share your vulnerability, dive into the unknown, and everybody opens up and, sh- and opens up with you and shares you and and and, um, and supports you. Yeah, because you also in that mutual exchange of giving and receiving, there's support for them as well. And that, that for me that's, is really 
I call that the I call that the language of love, just because you know we're talking about being in love, and that's why I call transparent communication the language of love. When you're fully in love with yourself and you're in love with the life, you can't lie. You know, that's my little my little strap line. Go on, Jean. I could hear your voice come through there. Yeah, well, because you 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 hit the nail right on the head. Essentially, I mean, I put I put the first book out, and then in the writing of the second book, I went on on a little experiment, and I started just telling my friends the truth, like the all the truth, verbally saying, you know, sitting down with them, and this is me, this is who I am, this is this is it, this is where I've been, what I've done, um, and the most fascinating thing happened. They started talking to me, and they started sharing with me their deep, dark secrets. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this new dimension came in to these relationships where there was nothing to be afraid of anymore. There was nothing to hide, nothing to be ashamed of, because here we were both having held back this information from each other and then discovering that, hey... What I've done is not so bad. You've done some shit too. And that, I think, is is so vitally important to personal growth, to open up that space of allowing and to make and create a comfortable zone for people to just be who they are without yeah. having to hide it. Yeah, totally. And I'm I'm gonna pick you know, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw in there with you as well, just to throw on top of that, like a little bit of icing sugar, is that that for me is the evolution of our species. That's the difference between our species, for me, continuing or just becoming extinct through fear and just wiping ourselves out. Because when we, you know, as the Dalai Lama even said, it's like this is a century of dialogue. And, that you know, these conversations, these are potent, you know, you know, these are potent conversations. And if everybody, you know, again, you can have these, like you just said, with your friends, with your family. I've had them with my family. I've written letters to my family. I've had them with close friends and, and every friend. And now I have them with, you know, with whoever. You know, I had one just the other day going for lunch with two people that I've met here in uh, in Malta. And, you know, there was tears and there was opening and we'd just gone for an orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and that's that is the potency of transparent communication, and that is the invitation. It's like, do you want to f- free yourself? And you know, you said there, Gene, beyond shame, beyond shame. I mean, we go beyond identity when we go beyond shame. You know, beautiful. And uh, you're, I, I just want to magnify that again. That that's the evolution of our species. That's yeah. the difference. That's. Yeah. That's peace on earth. Yeah. Because I've said a bazillion times, if if all 7 billion people felt accepted and loved just right where they are, right as they are, right now, this minute, there would be none of this silliness. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and, and it, it it is that... There's so many people that are just, they're bursting at the seams to be transparent and genuine. Yeah, totally. And in, and you walk in somewhere and, and be that way, and it's like a permission slip. Yeah, it's a, yeah it's a permission slip. And you, you said heaven on earth, and, and that, you know, allowing that. Well, you know, again, if, if uh, you, you guys, I'm sure, have come across um, Bruce Lipton, and I'm sure some of your viewers have. But then, you know, what's so wonderful when you bring this into the, you know, the biology of our species and then you look at growth and protection. 
and you look at no two cells can be in any one place at the same time. So you can't have a cell of growth being in a place of a cell of protection. And then when we look at um, our species and us as, you know, 60 trillion cells making up one cell, making up the cell of the, 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 uh, the planet, and then you look at, well, when we're in a state of fear being protection and love being growth, because love is all growth, all encompassing, and love has no opposite, then you look at when we're in fear and protection, we have to lie for survival. When we're in fear and protection, we have to compete for survival. When we're in fear and protection, we have to argue and fight and have conflict in order to survive within that realm. And then when we move that, when we transmute that and we realize that, no, you know, love's here right now, heaven's here right now. We move beyond, you know, the idea of, um, of uh, even living in fear. That's when, like you just said, you know, yeah, that's what happened. Was that a dog? The dogs agree, apparently. <laughs> Just wanted to emphasize, they, so they chimed in. I thought that was you, Rick. <laughs> that, would be the, that would be the pack up at the uh, Fortress of Solitude and the, the Laurentians up there. Um, although it, it's going to get crazy because, you know, two weeks from yesterday, I moved to Costa Rica. So we could have, you know, monkey disruptions. There's no telling. Um, well, we got, we got, we got it all. That's all right. They, well, they was in full acknowledgement. But the point is, is that when you're in that love, when you're in that love, that is that that is what opens up. You know, that is all of that protection, fear, holding on, clinging on to um, fear of the past, fear of the future, fear of I'm not worthy, fear I'm not good enough, fear I'm not going to be successful, fear I'm going to run out of money. All of that stuff just dissolves, and that really is what we're talking about today. We're talking about moving out of a an invisible prison of fear and worrying and in despair into a, a beautiful, you know, place of liberation, love, you know, uni unity and diversity, you know, acceptance of diversity. And, you know, and again, a lot of people have sampled this, you know, for eons, you know, we're talking, you know, thousands of years back, right? People have talked about this, but what's so wonderful now is we've got the collective you know, the support of the internet, and we've got this collective vibration unfolding, that this paradigm's already here. It's already happening. We're already in it. The question is now is we either want to invite more and more people into it because it's happening anyway. That's the evolutionary impulse. And, you know, some people are still seeing, you know, some people are still in two different worlds. Some people are just still in that old paradigm. They're still living in that. And others have already moved into this, this new paradigm. It's not like people sometimes thinking that some different thing is going to happen on this planet. And, you're, you know, you're going to get a signpost going, okay, guys, now you're walking into new paradigm area. This is new paradigm area over here on the right. Stay on the right. Stay on the right. You know, <laughs> it, it don't work like that. Do you know what the, I mean? It's the, shit, it's the, shit the big divine right. megaphone. Please yeah. step to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, crap. That's the best description of that I've heard in a long time. Oh, my goodness. And, it's happening and, now. Yes. And yes. it is. It's, Damn it. There's no big sign saying this way. This is the new space. Need, it just is. You need a big sign. Here it is. Hi. Big sign. Yeah. Um, we should do one anyway for the jokes. We should all just start going out with a big sign. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the right. And 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 it, because it it's it's drastic, but it's gentle. It's just it just it just happens. It's an opening thing. It's not a prying thing, and um, it's what we hope to do with 
or at least one of the things I hope to do with all these conversations is is and I want to thank you for for joining us today and sharing your journey and sharing yourself is is to show people that you know look we we have people that have done everything under the sun and come from every kind of background and and practice every kind of discipline and but they all just show up and they here's my story and yeah and uh, this is what I figured out it, and often we're all like this is what I just figured out last week you know it's it, yeah. it, it it doesn't end but it doesn't the lessons <laughs> are almost pleasant to learn they're fun they're it's not a labor yes it's not it's fun you know it's fun and you know you know the old the beautiful saying always is again this is out to people listening this isn't about and i share this when i do my talks this isn't about simon or you know i speak for myself here simon's cracked something and simon knows something now and you need to follow simon no 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 i said to my partner this morning we were talking about pricing an event that i'm doing and i said well look you know if people can't afford to come they come for free you know, what, what, what I don't want to fall into is this idea of like, you know, value this, value that. If I die today, the world's going to crack on. Everything's going to rock and roll. The planet's going to evolve. The evolutionary impulse is going to continue. You know, we're going to get the opportunity to either dive into love or stay in fear. You know, this is going to continue. So my message is that, you know, I can, I've guided people. I've shared with people. I can share my story. I can help people. I can, you know, I, I enjoy that. I love sharing. I love supporting people. But the point is, you don't need me in order for you to, to decide today, which is very simple, just to make a conscious decision to no longer tell any lies, any lies to yourself and any lies to any other. And if you, if you make that decision, that's such a self-loving decision, that, that gives you so much gratitude. It's like, it's like it like bathes you in gratitude. And then you start to like go, wow. I can fall in love with myself and this life and this gift of life. And then you can celebrate your mother and your father, even if they, even if they were horrible to you, even if they abused you, even if they did anything. You can honor them and love them, the struggle that they struggled with while they were trying to unfold and understand and move through this describable soup. And then you can just start to love yourself, love this short time you're going to be here, love this beautiful experience, and then share that with others like a nectar. And that, talking of bees at the beginning of this talk, that is the nectar of life. And that is the invitation. And you know what? I, I even want to say this to everybody, and I still do. I know nothing. And the minute that I say I know nothing, even with what we're uncovering today, it gives me the ability to move to what you just said, Rick, is that, that unfolding, that infinite unfolding with no beginning and no end. And that, oh, man, that just, that turns me on. <laughs> right. That's the juicy, right? That's the yum, and and it I can't sometimes believe that I missed it for so long. But you know, you took all that knock on business to get me here. So yeah, yay, cool. Yes, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that was good too, Rick. That was good too. Oh yeah, yeah. And and because how many times you look back at something and you laugh, you think it was cool. Now you know you say, yeah, it pretty much sucked when it was going on. But it's the <laughs> But it's it's the attitude, it's the what you bring to the table. And um when you just show up, show up, tell the truth, and then hang on. It's gonna be a great ride. It just really is. 
So listen, we have we have uh, wonderful guests that uh, have been with us in the chat room today, and, and it's been fantastic having you here. We also have literally by the thousands podcast listeners um, who sometimes aren't close to a screen. And so far, for everybody out there, I want to tell you that it, Simon's doing a bazillion things, so we're going to have a lot of links up at the archive at everydayconnection.me, but uh, you want to hit right to the central thing so that you can find everything that's going on. You just go to Simon Paul Sutton, S-I-M-O-N-P-A-U-L-S-U-T-T-O-N.com, and um, you can find out about uh, his online courses, his um uh, if you're interested in film or being authentic on camera, he's got great stuff. Uh, offers mentoring, uh, and I, it's mentoring that I would endorse just because of our conversation, but also because uh, it says right here, I don't really mentor or coach. I uncoach and unmentor. <laughs> and I just love that because, you know, that's like our guru. Get that word off my planet. <laughs> we, it, 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 I don't have any answers, but you know, I can help you ask better questions, maybe. You know, yeah. Or, you know, and and um, so go check it out again at simonpaulsutton.com dot com. And uh, uh, fantastic that all of you could be with us today. What what we have stuff coming, Gene? We have people. We have we, we have people. We have stuff. We have people. We, um, we're not really sure what we're doing tomorrow for the show. We're, uh, we're not. Communication um, our, breakdown, our apparently. Scheduled guest is AWOL. MIA. <laughs> AWOL. Yep. Uh, um, but that's okay. There's usually a good reason for that. So um, no I, worries. Well, we'll be it, here. And we'll be there here. There will be surprises. And, and if nothing else, we'll talk about that. what is this crazy, you know, you're going to Costa Rica? Because I've been talking about this now for what, a month at least, two months, and you know, made a post yesterday or day before on Facebook, and people were like, "What? Are you moving to Costa Rica? Yeah. What are you going to do there? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing the radio show. You can talk to me on the radio." And and they're like, so, "I'm going to so miss in the you." Spirit of, so in the spirit of the fact that we don't know if our guest is going to be there or not. Um, if our guest is not there tomorrow, we will be doing a show about the I don't know energy. Nice. And I don't know is an awesome place to be. So, um once you can get comfy play. in there in that I don't know, that that you know, well, when I take this step, the next one will become apparent. You know, that's why I'm going to the mango tree. The place has got a great view. If I can't see the next step from there, well, wow. Uh, <laughs> at least you can eat mangoes. Yeah, right, right. It, it'll all be okay. Uh, so again, you can find us at uh, everydayconnection.me, and I'm going to say that craziness on uh, on these closing titles that are coming in just a moment. And uh, join us tomorrow. Also, oh, oh, wait, but you what? can also Where subscribe you to us on iTunes and oh, yeah. get um, today's show and all of our archives downloaded and delivered to your iStuff for free. Yeah. Don't forget. Get up and go jogging in the morning, and we'll be in your ear. And how how much of a pest would that be? Oh, I mean, <laughs> what a great workout! Um, so do join now, us now. Give us ten. Give us ten. That's right. That's right. Go just a little farther. Um, a little bit further to the new paradigm. <laughs> 
So join us tomorrow night and find out what unknown thing is going to happen. And uh, uh, until then. To our mother, to each other, and especially to yourselves, stay connected. Have a great day, everybody. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.